two, three, one. My Minnie's really neat. He's painted lovely gray. He's not really slow. No matter what the people say. Classic Minnie Gray. <laughs> in the classic mini world, Peter. <laughs> How are you doing, bud? What's you doing? up? How you doing? Oh, geez. This uh, amazing Saturday here in lovely Georgia. It, it, more beautiful. I'm afternoon. You're just rising the sun on your end, your end of the world. So uh, things are really good, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, uh, thanks again for asking and thanks again for having me on. This has been amazing. So, Yeah, yeah. I've been, uh, you know... When I found your podcast, I don't even remember how I found the classic mini breakdown podcast. And I was like, damn, this is awesome. Like, I, I didn't, I don't know why I was a big into podcasts listening. And I don't know if I searched classic mini podcast one day, like just in Spotify and it popped up. I was like, oh shit, son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you could search for like, I'm sure, I'm sure every podcast who types in mini and then they'll get from like, the, the, the origins of this to mini, uh, um, you know, mini, mini, mini miniature podcasts. And then you might, then you might get fun. Like we talk about a classic, about a classic, classic, former classic podcast. You're like, you're like, and everyone's scrambling at something. You know, yeah. Thing that we all love, which is, which is class, right. Or even the new minis, finis for that matter. It's like, it was very hard to find it uh, for myself as well. So absolutely. Yeah, it seems like in the United States, if you type in uh, classic mini anywhere, you either get new mini stuff or um, apparently Nintendo came out with a classic, classic. mini Nintendo. And it, that yes. one always pops up for me as well. <laughs> I'm sure people listening are like, what the hell are you talking about? But the, the people in the U.S. know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, really, we're in the wrong business, or at least you're in the wrong business. business. Change your, your content over to mini uh, uh, Nintendo systems. Yeah, seriously, right? <laughs> well, thank you for being on. Um, you know, when I first started this podcast, I was like, should I carry on the beer review, the drink review? And I typically record in the morning if I'm trying to, like, get somebody in, in the UK or something. So I was like, ah, maybe the people are going to think I'm an alcoholic <laughs> for drinking in the early morning. Because I was like, oh, it's like, what time is it over there? Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's 8 a.m. here. I'm, like, cracking a beer. <laughs> but I have a uh, – uh, that was one part of the, of the podcast that I really enjoyed because I, I got into, you know, craft beers and, and really trying to um, – crack them and not look at the tasting notes and smell it pour it drink it and see if i could figure it out and then i would read the can and stuff like that so i enjoyed listening to the 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 uh, drink reviews and that kind of stuff so but you know yeah. i thought i'd leave it to you funny thing funny thing not a lot of people knew this but i would say out of what i did 40 episodes um there might have been five that i that i was doing so early in the morning that i actually you know I had a can of like seltzer, seltzer water, but I put right. that I beer, the beer, um, I think it the night before made notes on it, on it. So all in the art of, art of the, ta, uh, on a, on a, but then again, I wasn't doing video, right? So I was doing all audio. So you could actually do things and pictures in people's minds, minds. That was kind of, I love that vintage way of doing that kind of, that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, I, I stayed away from the boozer in the morning as much as morning, as much as possible. So. 
<laughs> yeah, I get you. I feel you on that. So, well, man, I want to jump into this, and you know, I I would assume most people that are listening to this podcast uh, are f- at least familiar um, with Classic Mini Breakdown. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of people reached out to me when I first started them like, oh, thank you so much because I really miss classic mini breakdown. I was like, me too, man. That's why I started this. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think we all listen to uh, probably all the episodes, but I want to jump into and kind of, you know, I didn't want to mimic you. So my mm. kind of thing here is trying to find the stories behind people's minis and and how you got into it. So that's kind of what, what, what got you into the mini? I, I, I briefly remember the story of maybe you saw one in a Japanese mini magazine or something like that. Yeah. It's like a, a, it's like a dual approach to classic mini. So I, I've always been a car guy. Um, obviously I'm here in a garage, ton of tools. Yep. I'm literally, literally bending some metal later to, uh, for some brackets I'm making, I'm making, but, but you had, um, MGA, an old MGA that his, his uh, that my grandpa hated him driving. Um, and I think first step into classic minis, minis was uh, when I would go to my go to my friend's house and play hot cars, right? The tracks always had these vintage cars on there because at the time, time, you know, 70s, it was like they had, they had mm-hmm. he had this mini and it was kind of like a cream color, cream color with like orange stripe on it. And I was like, I always wanted that car, aside from the from the Ferraris to the Lamborghinis to the Ford the Ford Mustangs on that slot. And I actually kept this thing. I always had a dream of it, and I always asked my dad, and he's like, "Oh, British cars all trash," because he cut he cut him his from from his M A into a Volari, which actually which actually was worse. So take that. Um, and then step ahead of a few years later, after after tinkering with cars and through my German trash and trash and my American trash stuff. Um, I started, uh, modify, modifying, I got into Mazda Miatas. Uh, this is the other one we own. My wife and I own, own this one. It's he- heavily mod. Uh, uh, but I had a 95, uh, Miata that was called the blue potato that a lot of people right. in the Miata community, community kind of remember that. And it was one of the first, one of the first, uh, throttle body setups on this Miata, probably like about a hand, probably like, probably like three or country at the time that actually had those. Now they're everywhere. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why, because they, because they don't really run really well. So you haven't really dialed in, but, but at that point into the Japanese culture, uh, you know, and you know, the Japanese, they, they go very deep on one thing and they get, and they get at it and they don't ever, um, you know, the other thing is they don't like to scale, scale a lot. I mean, they do money if they're in big business, but they hand make things for mm-hmm. cars that I was, I was really into, into that led me to, to go in one year for the Miata stuff. And I walked into a, a automotive called Corns, as, as you would imagine, corn on the weird. I don't understand. You don't understand either. And they had the orange mini with a cream, cream stripe, complete inverse of, of my thought that was just a. It was a sign from above, and I really fell in love, in love with that mini. With that mini on the shore, had Watt, had Watanabe wheat ten inch wheels on it, thick yeah. Advan tire tires. All the photos that you're post posting on Instagram, right? You post a lot in your feed, like your feed, like at any moment, like there's another one, there's yeah. another, there's another one. The kind of stuff that I got really, really into, and I, I'm gonna sell the Miata, and then start a new project, which I like. I like being creative, much like yourself. You like to have a vision of, you know, of. Mini and and that's how it started and I I and I I found a after two years of searching and whenever you want a mini there are none to be found be found 
yep. ever. Uh, or you have to settle on like the th- on like the third. Well, it is kind of missing missing the front end. Or in your case, maybe in parts, right? And you right, and you you kind of make some excuses in your head, and then your girlfriend or wife's like, yeah, but it's going to be running and 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 so I found one that was in between in between, not so ideal, and and that's kind of kind of how it started. Is just I really wanted to have a tune that was really em- em- embrace the Japanese automotive culture culture with a look after. So that, that was kind of, that was kind of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really trying to find somebody and I might reach out to classics, mini classic mini Japan, um, because I really want to find somebody in the Japanese mini culture to jump on this podcast and really deep dive into their car. You know, it's, you know, second to none, you know, it's a British car, but they're so good. Uh, you briefly mentioned like they're hand make things and, one-offs and you know we're so used to just kind of going online and and clicking order for like brand new stuff which is kind of junky nowadays uh, a lot of it and i think we'll get into that a little bit later but um yeah i really want their car culture is just amazing and the classic mini they've really taken it and just made it their own and it's not like it's it's so weird the way you see it and it's like what is so different about that and you start digging into it and it's like how did they make it so perfect i don't know it's it's great yeah i love it yeah it's um it's really interesting i, I love their later model rovers that they make look like mark ones and it's just such a great example of taking something and making it your own yeah my, i mean i think um and i don't i don't I don't know this for a fact, but from what I've learned over the years, I, I put a I, I put a hypothesis together. I don't have a, have an issue making an, a '97 look like look like a C9. It's they just love vintage things in Japan. There's there's a sub right. subculture vintage jeans, denim. They're yeah. getting they're getting loom loom things that are from the '50s and their '80s and they're building those with the exact parts parts are handmade like all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. uh, they don't have any uh, where it's like oh I can't I can't, I can't have a coupe s badge in my mini because because people are gonna think I'm real it's like they they're, right. they, they're bad. it's like you have one life life and you have to live for what you want you want and if you enjoy putting on leather driving gloves and you know driving down the road and Odin you got a stinky exhaust heaven for me for me right and you're just as amazing. Nobody on the on the street's gonna like. Everyone's always asking, asking you, "Did you know this?" Or gas station, gas station. They're like, "Hey, is that you know how fast is it gonna go?" I used to have one of those. Right. Nobody knows. It's just just live life, and that's what the Japanese in terms of that subculture. So I I think you're right. something about it, and you know, and what was what was the name of the man? Um, Damn, I'm damn, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting. Maybe it was. I could be wrong, but obviously, obviously, you podcasting in. But there was a magazine, much like Rodenster magazine. It's like this, like this thing. It's like a JC Penney catalog from long ago, and, yeah. and it's filled with with just fo- photos and into it. And you're like, oh my god, I want, my god, I want that rear view made out of brass, or I want that, that gas ca- gas cap. Something. It's just plethora, and it's very dangerous to your wallet, to your wallet, because then you have to find this, and then hire someone to go buy it for you, and then you pay exorbitant shipping. Yep. So yeah, there's a little bit of that going on with going on with with that culture, that whole aspect. Yeah, for sure. It's um, yeah. I mean, it's that's kind of when I got into it, and I clearly have a Rover Mini that definitely looks backdated to you know Mark II or Mark III or whatever mm-hmm. it might be, and it's more of about you know yeah, yeah. I'm. I like the purest. I like the vintage stuff. Um, but 
making a rover whatever year it is into that it's like it's whatever it's like all it's like all in the same family and there's certain cars obviously i think maybe you should keep uh, original in a way you know i don't i don't yeah. like the fact to cut up a mark one but who cares i mean you know, i've, a, I've asked alex to ask him a hundred times and he comes and he can mark me on it. i've told him to paint that that uh that cream uh, the, the old the old english press he has orange he just won't yeah. do it <laughs> and some, some some 15-inch rims on there, he won't do it. won't do it. I've told him That's to swap. That's weird. I just had him on, and he said he was going to put some hydraulics on it and make it bounce down the street. Hey, look, the man makes some, man makes some right now. It's like he can afford to do that. He can also afford to pay us a bit of the money that, money that uh, he kind of owes because uh, the man's a millionaire. So, yeah, take that. <laughs> I swear, I swear. And the thing about Alex is he knows I'm, he knows I'm after um, that Mark II of his. I think, oh, I think it's, yeah. I just, I, you know, you know, I can't get enough of it. Every time I look at it, I'm just like, that was like, that would many out own is just perfect example of it. But, but so good. Yeah. They know how to do yeah. it, do it in the UK. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Believe me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So tell us a little bit about Basil. Uh, where did you get it? When was it? What the build, the build on it? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember when it was. Uh, 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 I know this. I, I'm just, numbers i'm bad with numbers bad with numbers maybe 2012 12 sound right okay uh again i was looking for one you know i'd i remember i found one i really really wanted long ago and it was oh and it was out of knoxville 10 which is just near me or or and uh the amount of stuff that many said to me at the time was amazing amazing but as i got into middle this is a basket case like the gate like the gale there were all these autometer meter gauges and he had it just it just was a great color green i really like green minis it's just my that's my my other color other than other than a uh, tweed but i uh i uh so i was looking I, of course i was on mini mania uh probably one of the most like up like uptight uh of mini owners on the planet and that's not necessarily a bad thing it's a good good thing but they're my god you better you better you better hex straight before you enter in that arena of the fight um, and I was there, was there asking a lot of the words, right? Those people are very critical, very critical on giving from the mini. I was, uh, it was the right place to go. And I highly, suggest, highly suggested for anybody looking for any mini mania, go there first and just get some, get edumacate on it. Right. And, um, uh, across a gentleman there who, who was clearly market by, by selling minis out of Canada. Uh, um, I basically bought this car, bought this car scene. That's a mistake. Um, <laughs> And then the mistake was believing that leaving this guy and some of the things articulated to the best of his ability, uh, which we all learn when you buy buy a car. Are uh, just my fault, but I I oh I really want to buy this car, yep. and uh, I bought it from him, and and he was very helpful helpful in getting uh, across the Liberty Bridge bridge. I'm from originally right near Buffalo, Rochester, uh, uh, New York. I'm familiar with the Canadian border border, the process. Um, car came across fine, we fine. We had all the work. He's very used to this. He actually helped actually helped trust. I think we stopped we stopped just north of Ohio, and that's where I basically took the keys and drove it away, and and I got to know that that car over time. Um, and then when I, and then when I got home, I found all that came out of it over the years, years, right. I think you can imagine it's just, um, you know, the car ran great. It was a nine, it was a nine, nine, eight, the engine proof, the engine now lives in uh, a buddy of mine here in Georgia. He's got it. He's got it in older mini. Um, but I wanted to get something faster eventually, but I had, a, I, I basically, basically had those Japanese magazines and I really wanted to, 
to jump into that build kind of mapped out everything like i wanted to do wanted to do this, this kind of interior i wanted i wanted to have this, one of these two colors i, I wanted the, i wanted these wheels it took me forever to get these wheels from mb race they're very expensive but they're but they're small and they're lightweight three piece and those and i remember the first thing i bought the very very first thing i bought for the mini even before i bought the mini the mini when i had kind of like a shift knob from a Monte carlo version i don't know what what year that came out for the mini. maybe uh 94 93 92 new mini it's an spi but monte carlo edition edition right and that i found on sale on sale all right i swear i fought someone tooth and nail now and I, it must have went to like 120 bucks for the stupid sh- stupid shift knob. and that was the start of it that shift knob was, was everything i used to see that shift knob in like in like mini world and mania and all or mini or mini magazines um so i just basically t- took my time and enjoyed it for a little while while uh, it's refrigerator white with white with stripes and a John Cooper sticker on the side and it had um, a redone interior interior that questionable, um, you know, it ran, ran fun. Suspension was great. Great. But, but uh, I eventually decided I was going to, I was going to redo this thing much like, like what you, you, you trying to do step by step, step, and just sit all down on my own and laid it out here, laid it out here in the lodge, built it, um, a stand that you can roll around with it. Gave it to my buddy who does buddy who does body and paint work, uh, which took forever, but forever. But you know, he may on when it I, snow snows here or rain here or rains here. The insurance claims come in, so all the classic cars kind of take a little bit, bit of a backseat. Right. So you know, and I just put it just put it together. Just um, really got it to where I really wanted, really wanted, it, and it it was phenomenal. But that that's kind of where I how I ended up with it. Um, and then and then unfortunately decided to move on from that on from that uh you know i already know what i have it's, it's two garages over but um but i think but i think that it went to a great guy and i i think if you and i i think it got sold on to a gentleman gentleman in california where he and i have had loose conver- loose conversations just origin around some things and uh i've seen a couple photos it looks looks great it's a change but not by much by much uh yeah i'm yeah. just just really happy it went to to a great owner the 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 journey journey behind that has been immense and a lot of money went into it to make it right where it needed to be so so yeah i uh i absolutely loved this mini and it just looked so perfect and there was probably very little things that i would change I, it just looks like mm-hmm. a, a great car and i think um uh, you said it came to california i'm pretty sure like our our, our little uh, facebook group uh socal classic minis i i think i saw the guy join and post a picture said you know thanks for that or whatever i was like hey i know i know that mini <laughs> i'll have to find it i'll have to find it I, I don't think i've seen him at any of like our meetups or shows or anything like that yet but um i still got some yeah. parts some parts that i'd love i'd be willing to ship to him if he's i, I don't i don't know if he's i mean it's nothing really major major it's just just like the original things like that that i have boxed yeah. up i got people in my mini group group i'm still i'm still part of the group uh because i love i love everybody so far and i've always i'm like santa claus like, does, does anybody know a bootleg for a mark one uh, you know and it's like, right. I'm, like i've got one here in my wall just you know so i always try to uh, some of the parts just to keep everyone else everyone else going with cars so yeah yeah i mean i feel i have a feeling i've, I've seen happen several times now you know people might sell their mini and move on to something else and they always come back so i have a feeling that maybe one day you'll come back around you know <laughs> i mean if you were yeah. truly out of it you know you wouldn't you wouldn't be here today we wouldn't be talking about this talking keep talking now <laughs> what uh <laughs> i didn't listen i know we i mean between the both of us we know a lot of people with a lot of minis and you know <laughs> yeah 
Um, it takes one guy. I'm selling my mini. It's like, oh, oh God. Now this. What was the straw that broke the camel's back? Did you just want, you know, you're clearly a car guy and you've had multiple different um, projects. Is it the chase of the project or is it something that put a bad taste in your mouth about minis or, or, or you know, things like that? Good question. I'm glad you're asking it. Um, it um, there's two answers. Um, but I will preface it by saying everybody in the mini world, I'm world, I'm going to go out on the limb here. Everybody that I've ever met goes through same problem conundrum some point in their life their life like why am i this or maybe you get the rarity where like i'm just gonna die with this car this car it's like it's me and whoever my my fix it for me because all we are we're character takers of of these machine time right i mean i have an 81 empty over there that i that i have and i love love i just changed the oil pan on it a a couple days learned on that and don't have any history of like who who was the family who owned this before? What about the people who bought it bought it brand new one off the showroom in El Paso, Te- Paso, Texas? So um, yeah, I I, I think um, so. That's the preface. I preface. I think uh, complete a vision of what vision of what you have. And some people go even further further beyond that beyond that. I want to really balance it, really sit really nice. Don't get too extreme. My buddy Mike Snowden will laugh at this, but I, 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 too many people like in back in my car, in my cards will put colored vacuum lines under their engine bay, engine bay, red, you know, all this kind of stuff. And they get, they get carried away because there's so much to buy, to buy for this car. Me, I was kind of like, I want it, I want it looking almost original, but just slight, slightly cafe racer, much like what you're doing. Right. And right. I wanted a little bit of wear on it. Um, although my, although mine's not a mine was patina as yours, but I, I, but I, I do like that look. I do, I do. I love hand painted thing, painted thing. Yeah. All you and I are right there. It's this, it's the same thing. And I yeah. think after putting, after putting all that work and doing it to where I wanted it, it the straw that broke, that broke the camel's back is the conceit of having new parts that just tended to fall very, very quickly on this from reputable mini vendors that have no for their own although i i could i, I could argue a case mini vendor a selling these uh um these S or these cv cv boots from, that right. are made in china china because i'm gonna ha- i literally have them ripped them ripped in six months of putting them on and it's not a slam mini it's just like they just don't hold up up so oh, hence right. the pain that you would find people would actually people would actually would use good kind of materials and those those kind of things and i think i just had just had enough enough of like buying new parts that got shipped that got shipped to my doorstep only to find out that within, within months they fail and the parts were were struggling to keep me motivated into the car because all i wanted wanted to do was enjoy it and drive it which mm-hmm. i which i tried tried actually i could and to, and to give you and i'll shut up like, to give you some sense of it it community like you could you can get every part on that car in my other garage other garage toyota the dealer down the street it's like going to rover going i need this this and this and this wow here you go and i think there's only like two parts that you can't get anymore can't get anymore body you can get all sorts of stuff stuff but parts are manufactured from the original oem uh that does all the other toyota, all the other toyota tacoma like i do you need an alternator, it's made by denzo or whoever's or whoever toyota man all there so every part i put on that Including the court gasket, gasket, and the on the oil pan is phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's like it's really wow. well, and a lot of the parts I put put on there have helped. And I think, I, I I think there's opportunity here for BMW if they really wanted to do what Nissan did for Datsun. It's like take the classic brand, however however you want to do it, and revitalize that in your own manufacturer, 
and start start manufacturing this and keep these seven seven hundred thousand cars on the road globally. If I, yeah. I don't know this correct, but just put money into it because you can keep these cars alive and then revisit that old platform as you own the the, the logo now for the new platform. It's like I don't know. Someone should know. someone should be doing that. If not Rover, if that even would be even possible. So I think that's kind of what kind of what kind of pulled me out of it. Yeah, and that's such a frustrating thing is because it's like, oh, this great platform, you could buy pretty much anything brand new, but yeah, man, those rubber bits are just garbage now. It, I mean, <laughs> it's hit or miss. Some of Sometimes I've had some that, you know, work fine and, and last for a long time, and like you said, I, I've had um some bits that i put on and i didn't even drive the car yet it was like six months of working on something else and then i go back and it's already perished like what the hell like i didn't even didn't even I mean, use I, it yet um i remember the i don't know if you've you ever replaced replaced this like uh, a clutch slave on there but on there but it's like in months the thing started rusting under under and people know me like i keep the car car covered in a garage it's humidified. I'm humidified. I mean, I'm not out in the very much in my classic mini, although it it it, it could be no problem, and I would dry it off. Dry it off. I'm not that retentive to to make sure there's not a speck of dirt, Alex, Alex tune on a car, but uh, I uh, I I'm one that is soaking wet. I I know that I I know there are parts in the water collecting as much as possible. I, mean, right. I still have my wax oil oil canister over here, seeing like all the bits underneath bits underneath those kind of things, but. To have a safe start to rust, and I know it's surface rust, surface rust, but it looked like it was falling apart in my car. It, it, it was yeah. just, and then I had rubber hoses that 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 split for fluid and coolant fluid, coolant fluid, and it's just like brand new hoses. That's <laughs> it's like those came out of a, a mini vendor, right? Vendor, right? I should have just went down to our AutoZone and got the standard three quarter inch hosing that probably would have would have been fine, but I wanted to burn stuff. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen. Um, well, one I mentioned classic minis in Japan. Um, I've seen them come out with some CV boots and some other mm -hmm. rubber bits that apparently are are really fantastic. So um, I think when I get the S going, I'm gonna kind of venture that route and put a little more money into it. But yeah, yeah I've seen other people. You know, like the um, the little uh, kind of dust shields that are inside the upper. Uh, control arm in the front, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah, those those are just notoriously trash, but I've seen somebody get that same size rubber, or excuse me, silicone hose and, and slice them to perfect and fit them like that. And so, you know, that's, that, there's workarounds, but yeah, it's definitely frustrating. You, you order something brand new, you don't expect it to be done in within a year, and it's just, you know, constant of that kind of stuff. But Generally, overall, knock on wood, with everything else, you know, it's been pretty good. I, I've definitely experienced some of the stuff that you're talking about, and I've probably touched almost everything in the car. And there's a few things that I've gotten. I got like the U bolts for the the um, uh, steering rack, and one of them was like completely like it was like a a V bolt, you know, it was like, what is yeah. that? How am I supposed to, you know, it, it was just like, Oh man, like, come on. How does, how's, how's that miss on quality control? You know, but you know, but the good thing about most of the, the major parts suppliers, their customer service is good and their shipping is yeah. fast. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, okay, whatever. Hey, you know, I always had someone ask me, where do you get tires? Where do you get tires from this? I'm tires from this vendor out of the UK and yeah. it's at doorstep, doorstep in seven seven days. I, yeah, I, really, the shipping is like 
I've I've never had a problem with it. Um, getting it, uh, uh, and it's always EHL or EMS from Japan, or it's something similar similar from the UK. I uh, are you familiar with the uh, with the uh, the mini shop called Heritage? Is is that sound well? In here in in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heritage yeah. Garage. Yeah. yeah, of course. So they, uh, um, I've talked to techs over there, and they redesign, redesign parts as well. And I just, they would say, y- y- if you're doing this bees, for instance, uh, um, use ours. They're forty bucks for two bucks for two of them, and the way, and we designed them. This is a while, a while ago. I don't like that, but they, they, they actually actually help guide those parts. Like, just stop, just stop buying these. Just come get these. Yeah. We've yeah. redesigned it, and much like that classic mini Japan, mini Japan's. Where they are redoing end links that are a bit more a bit more about rubber, or the the metal is is not a, um, I don't know what I don't know what you would call the metal, but to rust as much and maybe right, there of those kind of things. But I, but I, there there are people here in the states that are ultimately trying to really trying to do. Um, but I, but I would say like if it's coming out of like the same manufacturer from China, whatever the part is, you're gonna you're gonna have to keep your eye see if it's something that that, that holds yeah. up holds up standard yeah. so. Yeah, definitely. And and there's there's de- so I mean, in terms of this is it's a great it's like a blessing and a curse for sure. Mm-hmm. You could just got to you, once you you have to know and don't buy blindly because um, there's definitely companies out there like Classic Maze Japan and um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's a there's a ton uh, MED making just top quality yep. parts. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, obviously if you, you get what you pay for, I guess, nowadays in, in the mini mm-hmm. world, it's, mm-hmm. but it's good, I guess, that, that you can, um, get it all and, and at least get yeah. the car yeah. up and running yeah. and driving right. just depends how long it's going to last. But that yeah. would be very interesting. I've seen, I think it's more so the Japanese cars that I've seen. I think it was Nissan did it. Toyota's done it. Um, like you said, bringing like the vintage parts back and, um, you know, I think I think it was Nissan for like the the GTRs are making parts yep. again for them or something like that. So that would be super cool if BMW decided to do that, but I highly doubt it. I think the new Mini brand is going down the yeah. toilet, and it's been going down for a long time. Like they still even haven't. They're like just now coming out with like a new model. Um, you know, it's been a a facelift for man like. Mm-hmm. 10 years now like that's super long for a manufacturer so i i don't think they're putting much effort into the new mini to even worry about that kind of stuff do you um do you own a new mini or have you owned a new mini mini i that's all i've owned but i've had every new well i've had the you know first gen second gen and i have the third gen now all for the daily drivers so Mm -hmm. um yeah i i got number seven here in atlanta atlanta thousand two two was the first year I got yep. that right. Yep. And mine was a um it was just a and they rebranded Cooper and then and then you have this right. I guess so I had a uh black, black, white heart and interior. I had Panasport company make make a set of panels for it as a test, and then the the automotive shop that made you know hot parts for the classic or classic or for and I really enjoyed that car a lot. Um you know, and, and I occasionally look at them. I'll, I'll go look for one. Go look for one. Use, but my guy, my friend, who's a master tech, out of those, just like man, you don't want to. These are disposable. Like they, they, they plant the disposability in like a phone. That point, yeah, they know much out of it in the recycle. If you're into that, that's great. I, I do love, 
I love first gen, third gen. I love everything. I love everything. I've done. I love the, the styling they've done, but, but I just wish things would hold up better, better, but you know, it's a new yeah. world, <laughs> brave new world. I get, now, so, uh, so. Sometimes I get a little hate for it. I do. I do like the new mini. Like, I think it's a great daily driver for what it is. Um, <clears throat> the first generation of it was very mm-hmm. sporty, pretty raw, Yep. Um, very fun very, with the supercharged engine and just not very robust, like you said. Um, I don't know if there's a Honda swap or something you could throw in there, but um, it's oh, a cool, wow. it's, it's a fun car. <laughs> you know, it's a fun car. I don't know. Um, and the second generation was probably the shittiest, in my opinion. Oh, um, wow. Mine caught fire <laughs> for no no reason, burnt no to the reason, ground. Right? Yeah. And <laughs> the smaller. Uh, my the third generation uh they officially went to like bmw platform and it clearly got so much better it's like a little a little bmw it's a lot bigger and bloatier but um it's a great car i mean i've i've been in some that are uh you know hot rotted out and they're fun the the john cooper works they're tight they're pretty fast you know they're i think they were like for the two-door coupe i think it's like 230 horsepower or something like that like that's pretty pretty good for a, a daily driver it's yeah, fun yeah. and makes good noises you know i don't know yeah but yeah it just definitely doesn't compare to the classic for sure it'll always reign supreme but um yeah i don't, I don't think bmw will will j- jump down that rabbit hole anytime soon they're just you know, I don't think they're putting too much effort into the new mini to really yeah. care about the classic. Yeah, yeah. Probably. <laughs> unfortunately. Probably. Unfortunately. Well. <laughs> so, uh, classic mini breakdown. Uh, what made you start that? It was just kind of a passion project, a, a, a create creativity project. What, what kind of a, did you ever do anything like that before or what? Um, so no, uh, well, uh, well, couple is, um, I, I, when I was in college, I got a job at a radio station, pretty big radio station, a station here in I was in school. Um, and not that I was going for on air. It was more of just able to produce segments, segments, even though I was in, you know, I was, I was kind of helping the, helping the sales, a lot of money. I was, I was very interested, you know, how the technology, the technology lean for editing and, and cutting editing and, and those. And of course I'm a huge fan, as you can tell, I'm just, I just, I just love to do with rock, hard rock, stuff like that, like that, right? So I worked yeah. at a radio station that, that was, was playing the really liked, and people were like, how the, people were like, how the hell did you get that? And I just got lucky, and I'm just, uh, I, I'm doing, doing my thing. But I got paid, got paid for doing it. Great. And then um, I got, um, I got them in podcasting. I, I started listening to podcasts way back in the day. Uh, I think in Curry, my very first podcaster, podcaster from way back, you know, when he first kind of, kind of started putting, started putting it on system or an internet configuration so that it can be you know explained to the masses right and then and soon followed into terms of like adam Car- adam carolla podcast early on i just love being able to to take that little podcast in your phone and phone and, and get on a flight and if i'm working and and just and, and just be able to listen to any two um and skip ahead we we've all gone all gone through this during the pandemic but like pandemic brought a lot of demons out of a lot of people like caught up um, I, i've always for the for the most part of my job, I work from home anyways. So I was used mm-hmm. to understanding the balance of like, oh my God, oh my God, everybody. I, I'm all by myself, all by myself. It can be a mind F on, on you if you're not careful, right? So right. at some at some point at the end of my, um, I was coming to the end of a nine or an eight year career at this large, large cloud company. 
and I needed to, I needed to do something creative. I started thinking about what my next move was, and I thought like I've always wanted to do a, do a podcast around creative, and of course I had the mini at this the mini at this time. I said, what is the one thing? And I think you went through this, and you doing this. It's like what was the, what was the one thing that you know the mini? It's the community, and that's right. all I've ever done is highlight the community unity in every every podcast. Alex Toon, Alex Toon, or Tom, or or whoever it might be, uh, needs to be highlight say these people are keeping this keeping this in this this niche culture alive by producing videos or or showing showing you how to fit. I mean the, the deployment of YouTube that has changed the way that that we do things do things just all right. So I I really wanted just to have a platform to put for for me to say or if I could scheduling people suck. I'm gonna be honest with you. You're doing with you. Yeah. You do a great job of it. But I could, it was so hard to do, hard to do. I think I had like five guests, maybe seven, seven guests. I, other than my friends who live down the street where I can get it like, Hey, I got beers. Come on, come on over. Let's just ramble on a podcast, which is not ideal, ideal content to put out there. Hopefully it was funny. It was funny uh, when we did yeah. that. But, um, and I thought, why don't I go ahead and do, and do podcast centered around the mini community and just talk and just talk that I've learned. And I literally, literally spent a few pints at my pub, at my pub down, hence the whole pub tie-in. But I, I, I went down to my pub, I had my notebook, and I, li- and I literally wrote out fifths. Just like on this episode, like, on this episode, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about this. And I'd have it all, it all listed out. I had guests I wanted to have on, on. I could never get Steveson on like I tried. And I know we've like, like you know, it, they're tough. Great. They are tough, but tough, but they're so good at what they do. Yeah. And all I wanted was just to get them on somebody, buddy, just one person. I just want to know how this came, how this came to be. I think they were influenced by the culture in Japan as well, in terms yeah. of mini shop yeah. with a cup, with a coffee machine in the quabby and just the way they embrace you and bring, bring you into their. Sh- so that yep. kind of that kind of aspect was like I like that. So I just put it put it out up there uh, for my own equipment, right? Paid for my own domain, much like much like what you're doing at Patreon. I never never took ads on. I just wanted to do it because I loved it because it gave me gave me freedom to do. I partnered um, with a buddy of Snowden who did all the music stuff like that. He really loved it. He he doesn't own an own a mini car maker on cigar box guitar box guitar. The fact that. He he's a craftsman for what he likes. I kind of consider myself a craft a craftsman of like designing a classic mini, classic mini of the one or two, and I would help my local community fix, figure out, figure out how to change brake pads or where to or where to get tires and that. That's kind of where it started, and it's kind of kind of went from there with some product reviews, your uh, kickoff, which is off, which is what I like a lot. Uh, it talked about some things that happened in my life. I'd bring an F one or some or some sport in there occasionally, music was a rooting thing of it, but it just, that's kind of where, kind of where it went to episode number 40. I've had a lot of people reach out to me, people reach out to me. I don't know how they've had people hitting me on my personal page and where's classic mini breakdown. It's like, and it's like, I, you know, I, I know. So it's just, for me, I just, I love podcasting. I love, love what you're doing. I'm so thankful that you've taken, you've taken this and now go this new, this new, this new, I don't know what you want to call it, call it maybe, maybe direction you can kind of pull this into, but into, but, uh, God, and if I can do anything to help, help I, I love to, be able to, to help promote it and promote it and do everything else. Cause I think it's you, we need another one, right? Another one, right. We'll do something that, you know, I've heard, I've heard talks in the UK that people who are going to put out a podcast, a podcast and is like, give me, give me 30 minutes. I'll give you the basic three rules of ha- having a success, successful podcast. Cause everyone usually fails on it. I, I'm, yeah. I, I myself, cause I stopped. It's and hard. If you've got yeah, if you've got that in mind, like I want to get, I want to get to. I said I want the episodes and call it a day. What a day. 
and yeah. I never made it, but you know, that's what it was. It was. Yeah. It's good. It's out there. You can find it. You can find it on Apple. It's listen to them. People, people always talk to me saying, I just listened to your episode, blah, 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 blah. It's great. So yeah, that's, cool. yeah. yeah, that's kind of how it kind of, kind of there's there's a couple of good points there and um you know i've mentioned this to people like off the air and maybe on the air a couple of times but scheduling is very difficult i mean people don't understand the time difference and it's like i have work during the week and you know then australia i i want to do all these australian guys and it's so hard they're a day ahead and yep it's it's so difficult um to get and get it get it going and and then some of these bigger ones, they're just, you know, it's a busy shop. I've reached out to Steveson. They're interested for sure, but it's just they have so much going on, um, you know, so it's definitely difficult. And, you know, I started out, I was like, oh, I could do once a week, once a week. And I've, I've done it so far, <laughs> but, um, you know, it might turn into as things, you know, I, I was a podcast ahead before, so I would have one recording. And I would have one ready for the next Monday. So I would always have a buffer. And then I had a technical difficulties and we couldn't get it done. So now it's like, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm close to like missing a week, you know, if something yeah. else happens. So, but, it's um, a weird, Hey, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling when you miss that week. you have to be comfortable with, um, okay. Maybe it's every two weeks. Two weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, there's there's going to be a point and uh there's going to be a point like i i'm going to uh hawaii for you know my wife's uh, birthday we're going to spend some time there obviously i'll try to do um podcasts while I'm there maybe i'll try to backload them and or and get them kind of recorded uh, but there's going to be a time that there's going to be a slight break it's not that i don't want to it's just difficult i mean there's thousands of mini owners out there to interview but it's you know, getting it done and their schedule, my schedule. So I feel you on that. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, I know Cole, Cole has the, um, one with, uh, Hickey and it's, um, you know, I think the reason they don't have a lot more is because it's hard to schedule. And, you know, Paul Hickey's Mm in Ireland, he's in, uh, uh, Carolinas and it's just difficult. So, um, it's definitely fun and I've enjoyed every second of it because, Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the conversations are similar, but they're also different. You know, mm-hmm. it's um, definitely a fun one for sure, but yeah, very yeah. difficult. Very and it's um, uh, I'm excited to le- see where it leads. You know, just I've talked to the, the last couple times Mike Guido, and I really want to get out to a Classic Minis United trip. I want to get out to an IMM. So you know, it's uh, we'll see. It's fun though. But uh, I might, feel your pain. Also some, pain. I mean, uh, I the Hawaii the Hawaii is interesting too. If you can you can connect with people who actually have a mini in Hawaii, then yeah. you, and you can on location, which is what I the only on location I ever did to, was a, a classic mini Atlanta up where I'd kind of where I'd kind of roam around with my you know my 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 four day recording thing, and then I would and then I would uh, uh, I went to a chippy here in Georgia, the only chippy in Georgia called, called Wright's uh, Fish and Chips. And yeah, the only, she's a lovely, she's so lovely. She le- grew up with minis. She had us all there at her, at her old location. But I like you tie in the you tie in the brand of the car, and you can make it your own kind of kind of thing. And uh, maybe that would be great. I, great. I, I, no one's done Brighton or, or any of those events where maybe maybe it's a it's either a blog or a or a podcast or whatever. You walk around and talk to people. To people. I think right. that's great to do that. 
I had uh, big expectations the other weekend. We had our um, Queen's English um, yep. big uh, British car show here, and I had I brought all my stuff, and I was gonna walk around and interview people. But it's it's pretty difficult because it's, it's everyone's like kind of, yeah, everyone's like in their own zone, and I don't know you know where all the owners are. So I ended up not doing one thing, but you know it definitely would be cool <laughs> uh, for sure. But um, you know I don't know. Well, that show's amazing. Day. English show, show. It's it's be pretty stellar. I I look at I look at photos that, even from that was in the original location. I think I think the uh, it's on the bay, bay, right? Isn't it? Right? Isn't it? It's um um that's uh, the the one that's a, it's there the Queen's English ones over here in in the valley. It's like at a big park. Um, yeah. There's another yeah. one. It's central. I forget what it's called. The Central Coast British Car Show, I think. Gotcha. It's right on the water. Super cool. It's coming up, I yeah. believe. It's um, really, really close to my house. It's like 15, 10, 15 minutes or something oh. like that. <laughs> yeah, a great, it's a great gr- yeah, it's a great, uh, great show right on the water yeah. in, um, in uh, Channel Islands over here. But, great, um, great, but um, so you're uh, you're enjoying the uh, Toyota FJ life. Is there a big club over by you or what? Uh, uh is uh the clubs are more sparse but um i um, i think a lot of the f community uh uh they're really really interesting people they're 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 a lot more salt of the earth kind of kind of people meaning like i i literally have a guy show up here like hey i i saw your how you're having problems doing something i've got the got the tool that you need on by i can help you with it like like that happens in every car community community, but it, it, it never happened as much in the Miata Miata community. It happened as much in the mini mini one, um and the other cars in the VW VW community more prevalent there. Like I had an old Chiraco that I loved. They had a local local community that would actually use tools to people and maybe that and maybe that was a maybe that pass. I d I don't know. But so so for the FG or the Land Cruiser team, team it's like super cool. It's cool. It's flops for the most part. Like you, you know, it's a lot of people doing overlanding, which is the overhyped hyped word entry right now. Everyone wants to to be overland landing or the. I don't, I don't know if you've you've there are these trends that are happens that are happening online now. Like ASMR, like it's all all, all focused video videos, like video of a guy camping, overlanding, and he doesn't landing, and he doesn't sing, but it's all the natural noises of him cooking. Yeah, and doing. It's everywhere now, right? And right, and of course, right. a huge Land Cruiser, you know, after 40, 40, the 80, 100, and then, and then into the newer to the newer stuff. But yeah, it's great, and uh, I just love the ability to be able to work on this car. On this car not need a scan, scanning tool for your BMW Mini to, unlo- to unlock something or put a battery for God's sakes, all those kind of things, right? That people are, fi- people are finding out. I just love the visceral nature of nature of a, you know, it, it was, was during the gas crisis, these FJ4, they stopped, they stopped making states in 82, I think, but they still made them past that. But yeah, man, I'm really enjoying it. It's a heavy, heavy, heavy vehicle. I mean, it's like you take a you take a thirty one inch one inch tire off that thing, all steel wheel, and you're like wheel, and you're like it's like <laughs> it will it will put some serious. Uh, it, I, it, I I was to that, so uh, yeah, parts are, are fairly heavy and robust, but yeah, man, I'm loving loving it. I love love everything about. It. I love the outdoors and and yeah. I think it needs a mini. Like it would be great to complement it with a mini mini. Uh, it would but... be cool. You could do like kind of matching paint colors, get a little patina, like a beige you know? or that. You know, that, yeah, that. Yeah, it would be amazing to do something like something like that. So, yeah, that's funny about the the beefiness of it. Uh, you know, 
uh, after working on the mini, I helped, uh, you know, friends every once in a while with their just whatever normal car BMW. And I'll yeah. like take off the wheel thinking I'm just going to like kind of pick it up with one hand. I'm like, Oh shit. Like yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I, you forget like, uh, <laughs> Oh man, it's crazy. It's shock. Uh, and I, we all know that 10 inch rims, uh, even 12s are, are fine, fine, even better, like whatever. But it's, but it's like, man, when you really put, when you really get one of those on the, those on the ground, like, Holy cow, it will, it will yeah. put, it'll put hair on your yeah shit oh man uh peter are you uh are you ready for the patty probe the what the patty probe what you, I, you don't listen i thought you said you listen what you turn I, it off I, at the end? I mean it is a number to you because i am ready you you don't you don't listen all the way through then huh all right all right so at the end of every podcast we do a little something called the patty probe just a series of questions um you know i asked they're all based out of the same thing mm. we tip i typically i started it because i was going to do like a rapid fire thing but it never turns into rapid fire so it's just a bunch of questions mm-hmm. maybe provocative mini questions and see uh, kind of what you think here so, so i have my yes i am i am down for the challenge and i will set a record on this this with the most amazing answers for you so yes so yeah <laughs> all right all right uh, question number one: What is your favorite mini variant? Mini, mini. Uh, um, now, to kind of define a variant, um, but I would say, say because of the whole nature of it, a moke be be kind of one of my favorites. Yeah, mokes are cool for sure. Um, I keep seeing where was it? oh oh speaking you you might have seen this uh last F1 race in Miami did you see the podium uh like ceremony yeah yeah did you see them drive uh the the winners up to the yes. podium in a moke <laughs> yeah yeah they were they were too I think I remember the company who was doing who was doing but yeah they're big electrified I mean because they want tropical areas yeah and uh yeah. beach they're everywhere it's just i just yeah. looking to, to see it but but uh, uh yeah in fact funny. if anybody wants a real, a real giggle go youtube the original press release mo black and white films when they're driving those around and like in desert desert dunes the british are showing how agile they are on the beaches beaches uh for yeah. military use and it's kind of funny to watch it so yeah that is a pretty <laughs> funny video uh let's see uh, da, da, da. all right here's a very controversial one a series honda swap or other i'm gonna say a series series um simply for the fact fact i've drove a couple honda swaps while they were power they were powerful or if, if you're out there listening my buddy um but i i didn't I wasn't a big wasn't a big fan of the response and the weight and the feel feel of it. Um, about fast, but I don't but I don't like tor- trying to keep it right side. But I will say that I'm a big advocate uh, of the alternate, and I know from petrol from petrol standpoint, or powered uh, Nissan has a very very small engine they've engine they've developed, and there's a hubbub right now now on a very small three-cylinder engine that puts out a considerable amount of horsepower power hmm. not a large amount but more than the mini and those would be interesting to see how they because that would give you the reliability that you wouldn't have to deal with it and 
you know, those um, fuel injected, in, for instance, but right. I'm more of a traditional, traditional like, like a series. I love the little, fart, the little fart mix and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the reason I always come back to the a series is it's not that the Hondas or any of these other powerful swaps. It's like, yeah, I want, I want my car to be faster too, but it's just the, the fact that it's like the classic engine and the noise, the knickknacks mm. and everything that comes along with it. And that's why I want a classic mini not because I want it modernized, you know, so. Yeah. What is, uh, what was your favorite mini modification, either one that you did or one that you wanted to do? Um, I think my favorite modic modification on my mini probably had to be the, the interior in general. I'm an office guy. I like a cockpit like that. Yeah. Just things that are related very well, minimalist, minimalistic. When I got to the interior of the mini, that's when I when I, came. I was dreading body, I was dreading mechanical, I was dreading suspension. I can do all that all along, but I really was really was waiting for that christening to say, now I can start on the interior. And yeah. I just I was a guy was a guy in a shop just take time with everything and thing and from to. The carpet to the door, door panels to the door handles to, to the wheel to the hidden Bluetooth system that you wouldn't yeah. see. But that that to me was everything. Everything, and that's that's uh, that 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 thing there was something I really enjoyed. I can tell you the one thing I didn't like didn't like doing was anything to do with a tank. Was a night was a nightmare. Uh, I didn't like having to do, do something wrong wrong and having to move it again, only to finally to find out that I did it wrong and then I had to remove it. Put it back in, only to find out that I should have done something else. Um, and I think one thing, one of the patients that people really need to think about before they do it is do your research on suspension really clean, because because many people you with gas struts and the cones and all this stuff, this stuff, and it and it well in bright shiny colors. And then when you get out on the road, you're like, what did I what did I just do? I like a tight 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 possibly slightly harsh suspension but man that that did not age, not age well for me that gap i had it's a beautiful setup beautiful setup it wasn't the right no matter how much you adjust it no matter how, what, what you it, there's something about something about a slain i like a lowered mini but damn gotta gotta yeah. rethink that one next time <laughs> yeah i'm really curious i i've heard um a lot of people have the gas and even on the the softest uh setting they're they're really harsh apparently um mm -hmm. i got the lowered shocks i'm drawing a blank on their name it's not gas it's like some something g max or i don't remember what they're called but they're i don't remember what they're called but they're lowered and they, I, you know i found some pretty good reviews online and so I have the lower, uh, the high lows with the standard cones and those, and it's very stiff, but but very smooth. Surprisingly, I I really like them, and they're not the most expensive. They're not the cheapest, um, but they're they're really nice, and I I feel like I've never seen anyone else uh you know use them. So I'm because I've driven a couple other minis that are not very smooth. They're very rough. So they look, um, yeah, they look great, but it's just, if you're going in those transition point, transition points on the highway or roads between a road and a bridge, yeah, that, that will teach you in a millisecond made of and what your car's made, car's made of. Oh I mean, yeah. It's just, it's not, not good. And these are with 10 inch tires, not very slim, slim tires, tires, balloon shaped tires, but tires, but you know, yeah, not yeah. a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. 
If you could have a drink, coffee, beer, tea with one mini celeb, who would it be? Mmm. I I to go on the end of the spectrum and not say the normal normal normals imagine. Um. Well, well, there's someone alive now who who I'd spend spend a lot of money just to have us to have a conversation. My name is Mike Kane, Michael Kane. But oh. I think if there's somebody I'd really, I'd really like to, uh, it doesn't matter. Are they alive or dead? Alive or dead? Really matter in this? Nope. Anybody. I would love to to, to spend time with him. For the simple fact, the simple fact to learn more about Bob, I would love to kind of hear stories around him owning a mini classic, classic mini. I read a lot about doing that. Peter Sellers would be another one, great comedian of our of our of our lost time, who had a really impressive impressive mini. But yeah, I think that uh, Michael uh, Michael's my my choice on that one. It's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, we've had some good, yeah, um, good. Uh, answers on this. Obviously, you know, we've had Patty. That's ob- that's. Mm-hmm. That's clearly the obvious answer and that would be a fantastic one um um i think i, I think someone else said michael kane too that's a great answer um, but yeah i love that question because it's uh it's super interesting it's like huh maybe who who are these people maybe i should reach out to some of them yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna pull out michael kane on the podcast here <laughs> how about steve symphony let's let's put them on the them on the pay a lot of money to spend some time to talk about <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying my hardest to get uh, nick swift on the pod um uh, yeah they're very interested they're it's very race interested. season right now so it's obviously more yeah. difficult but um, he's great yeah. talked to him but i've talked to his one of his one of his main ten, the guy would even fo- even follow up the yelp emails and the road goes how did your dino good dino good do yeah five modification go did i think you can get a little more power more power out of i'm like i'm not even asking you questions he's coming back to me yeah kind of stuff. like guys. where else would you get to get that swift swift tune am i really high yeah. up, really high up there yeah. for me so yeah. yeah 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 so well peter i appreciate you being on thank you for spending your uh afternoon early afternoon yeah. with me and um i will catch you guys on the next one